Hi, I'm Tom Johnson, and you're listening to I'dRatherBeWriting.com. Today, I'm reading a post or talking about how to become a voracious reader. Uh, since my last post on how to balance writing and editing and learning, I've really been trying to read more. The problem is, despite this tradition of writers being, quote, voracious readers, I'm not one. Uh, I know I should revel in reading, staying up late at night to immerse myself in books, but I, I don't. Why? Of course, I do read, both fiction and nonfiction. I often listen to fiction when I, when I bike to work. Uh, my fiction tastes are pretty lowbrow, mostly consisting of the larger-than-life spy CIA military genre fiction with protagonists like Jack Reacher, Mitch Rapp, Dewey Andreas, Evan Smoke, and so forth. Um, but I listen to fiction mostly as an escape, to be immersed in story while I'm biking and only have partial attention. But when I sit down to read, I'm fully alert mentally, and I want to be more intellectually engaged. So, in these cases, I usually read nonfiction. Ideally, I'd like to read an author who asks the same questions that I'm interested in. I want to see a mind thinking, but I don't want a stream of conscious or a text full of tangents. I want the narrator to take me down the mental path he or she is exploring. In short, I want to read a modern-day Montaigne, someone who is essaying forth and chasing ideas and working through answers. It's hard to find authors who write like that. When I was in college, I did read a lot of literary essays and fell in love with the personal essay style that authors like Joseph Epstein, David Foster Wallace, and Philip Lopate mastered. But now, when I read nonfiction, literary nonfiction that is, I'm usually bored by the slow setup, the overabundance of personal details, the arduous painting of a mostly uninteresting scene and eventual story. The ideas tend to be unexciting, contain too much memoir, and I find myself quickly looking for another genre. The books that appealed to me in college don't really appeal to me today. Uh, I'm a working professional, a family provider, and so I'm more cautious about the demands on my time. I have little patience for topics that don't seem relevant. It could take hours or weeks to sit down and read a book from cover to cover. I assess the, the return on investment of any endeavor. Will it give me a new awareness and skills, or at least satiate a deep curiosity about something? If not, I might not have the time. Now more than the author's style, I choose books by the relevance of the topic. As a technical writer, tech-com-related books are relevant, but they're typically either beginner or reference, and both put me to sleep. Philosophy appeals to me, but the higher level abstract questions they ask, such as, do I exist? How can I know? Is there free will? They don't always resonate with me. At the end of the day, the topic probably doesn't matter much. All topics, if you examine them deeply enough, reach down into the same roots. It's the analytical mind that's interesting, regardless of the content. So why am I not reading more? Reading for reading's sake can be a chore, especially if it's the wrong text. 
My problem is that I sometimes read without purpose. I need to more firmly ground my reading by searching for answers to my own questions. Answering questions is at the heart of both reading and writing. In most nonfiction texts, an author begins with a question. Some authors make the question explicit, while others begin with the answer directly. Identifying the question the author is trying to answer is the first step. Once the question is identified, the reader decides if, if it's relevant to him or her. If so, the reader figuratively gets in the passenger seat while the author drives toward the answer. A skilled author takes you on the journey to find the answer, showing you the roads traveled, the detours, the vistas, and other scenery along the way. You don't want the author to drive aimlessly or circuitously, but you also don't expect a straight shot. In the end, difficult questions rarely have clear-cut answers, so the author usually finds some partial answer that yields some satisfaction. Given that we get engaged in reading by establishing the relevance and the interest in the question, then I think voracious reading begins with voracious thinking and questioning. When we're actively thinking, actively asking questions, then we're gonna start reading more because we'll be more engaged with a particular topic that we want to learn about. What questions are we even asking before we seek out the text to read? What are we genuinely curious about? Curiosity is the first step to reading because it gives us a purpose to reading. We seek out texts because we're looking for answers or thoughts on a topic. We're not just reading for reading's sake. Granted, there are plenty of bookworms who are happy to figuratively hitchhike in many authors' cars going every which direction without much care where they end up. There is value in that. Books often make us aware of subjects we previously didn't even know to ask about. But my life doesn't seem to move in that rhythm. I need something to ground me in a more directed way. I like to think of the ideal life as somebody like Pythagoras, the first philosopher dwelling in a cave and living and devoting his life to inquiry, or Thoreau living deliberately by himself in the woods. I want to lead a, a more examined life. Undeniably, it's hard to sustain that kind of extended focus and even to find substantial sources to read. And yet what else can derive voracious and yet what else can drive voracious reading habits? Thanks for listening. You can read more at I'dRatherBeWriting.com.